Is your hearing as bad as your vision? None of my senses are very good. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to episode three of the Coffee Club. Uh, this is actually a really special one for us. It's uh, when I thought about the podcast and you think about guests, I had a dream guest in mind. In episode three, we already have him. So next to me, <laughs> this is Joe Hardy. Hey, gang. Um, Joe and I go very far back. We were freshmen together at the University of Wisconsin, and uh, we spent a lot of time together there. We were the two freshmen that were competing, and uh, yeah, just did a lot of stuff together. Joe is a very, very, very interesting person. I think today's episode is going to have some very good insights. Uh, I had to ask him already, like, what's off limits to talk about? Because there's a lot of stuff going on uh, that I think we'll end up getting to. But it's just interesting because Joe is a very smart guy. He's very wise. And he's been through a lot. <laughs> but he has a great outlook on it all. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. Yeah, haven't we some, all? Some more salvageable than others. <laughs> but... He's very wise. So, yeah, that's just like, we're going to probably talk about some pretty real stuff today, I think. I hope. Trigger warning. Hopefully, it's some good, interesting concept, uh, content. So, yeah. But um, I also got Ollie and Jordy here this morning. The boys, the gang's all here together again in the living room. How are we doing, boys? <sighs> More than the guys. Pretty tired, actually. Same. This is, we're, we're, this is an early start. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're a bit loud. So, so, yeah, we're like all really tired because it's just after eight in the morning because joe has a flight in a few hours so and i like really wanted to get this done so we're like all right we'll do it early in the morning but yeah we're kind of feeling it right now really needing the coffee right now you gotta do what you gotta do yeah normally 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 coffee clubs our second coffee of the day yeah because we've already had our essential one and then we have to make another one i think the lack of lucidity in the morning is going to help this we can get really get like the brain melt flow in mm-hmm. together mm-hmm and I think you're right, actually. Yeah. He's only been a couple minutes, and he's already. Um, I'm already done with my coffee so too. I'm sorry, I don't like lattes because I drink them too fast. Damn. All right. Well, get into topics. We don't really have any topics today because, like, I, I wrote down some, but I don't even have them on my phone, so I don't even know what they are. So we we'll just go free flow. Um, do you want to give yourself a brief introduction? Yeah. Um, I was so obviously I'm not a good runner any longer, but at one point I th- it was pretty good. So I grew up in Seattle, um, started running. Should I do the whole like just like evolution? Uh, let's just I, Seattle I prep. High school, yeah. I sophomore ran for Seattle prep. Would you run as a sophomore? Um, I ran eight fifty five for a two mile. And like at I State, mean nowadays, like which isn't that more normal? Now, but back but then. Back then Back in 2011, 2012, it was pretty good. Um, Then had a little issue my junior year, um, but finished strong. um, Went over to Wisconsin with Morgan in 2014. um, As part of a wonderful incoming class, it was like Kai Wilmot, Morgan, Addison, DeHaven, myself, Lots a lot of other, other talent. There was like there was like twelve of us. Primarily Midwestern people. Yeah, a lot of talent. Um, all very good lads. Um, 
and then I had a pretty up and down Wisconsin career. Um, you came out like with an absolute. Bang. I was really good when I got there, and then I was really really bad <laughs> for like another year and a half, and then I got like into a zone in which I was delivering basically what Mick expected of me and nothing more. <laughs> you had like your college career was a bit of a inverse bell curve kind of if you think about it wait no is that no, a correct bell a, yeah okay a correct a normal bell curve because freshman year you came out and you won you won the big 10 1500 as a true freshman yeah and then you you made nationals and it was really competitive that year you did really yes. well and then had a rough couple of years you only spent four years i like to i spent be fair when i made nationals i got dq'd in my first race in my only race you did get dq'd i pushed isaac yorks which yeah. i've i've apologized for since did he accept your apology he made it to the final so he can, but he then he got last so. i don't think he was worried about that to be honest i don't, <laughs> I don't think he was really thinking like oh geez that's he really gonna hurt me in the final really being like pushed. waiting on the five-year belated apology for just shoving him <laughs> yeah so yeah and then you had rough couple of years and then at the end you were i mean the way you described it just then is pretty it's pretty accurate, honestly. Like you were, you were performing really well. Uh, like you made you, you didn't, you did make nationals. Your again, your I junior. Made, I made it in the five k as a junior, so I was pretty. I was all right in track season that year, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I like most, probably most runners, most people in life never really like made it to the. They didn't really maximize their potential, and I definitely didn't. And you know, it's fine to do. That. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not like, I I think that was, that was just a lot going on. And I guess we should just get into it now because, um, why not? Like get a little more nitty gritty specifics now that you have like the over the overview. Um, we'll have, we have like so many stories to talk about. So, uh, apologies, Jordy, if it's very Wisconsin centric. <laughs> yeah. But uh, much. we have so much to talk about. But please hop in if, if we ever, like, if we ever go over something and like you have questions, just like interject because we have like so much we could talk about. But uh, probably the like where we should start is just like freshman, freshman year when we came in. Well, like, you were just like young, dumb, absolute idiots. My first memory of you is pretty good because <laughs> I came in. I, I arrived in Madison just a bit before you, like a few weeks, and. I saw your face on a footlocker calendar <laughs> on like the little booklet thingy, the pamphlet. And you had like a full beard already in high school in the picture. And I was like, man, this guy looks like pretty intimidating, like super, like ultra masculine, like really short hair. just looking really tough. And so I had this like image in my head of Joe Hardy and I knew you were really good. So I just like, wow, this guy's going to be like probably like a bit of a douchebag, like really tough. Full on not from from totally Seattle, wrong. from the big not city. Wrong. But then, my first meeting of you, we were in a hotel. I was playing video games. Get a knock on the door, and I look over, <laughs> open the door. Joe, he turns up. He has all his stuff just over his back in a garbage bag. He brought all his clothes to college in a garbage bag, and he just says, "What's up, guys? I'm Joe." <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the first meeting. But uh, yeah, why'd you bring all your stuff in a garbage bag? <laughs> That was my mom. Um, we, I guess I didn't. I didn't have a suitcase, and my mom thought the best strategy would be just one massive black garbage bag. Which, to be in re in reflection, I don't really know how we got that on the plane. 
Did you, you check it? I don't yeah. remember. I don't think we sh- oh, we must have checked it, but yeah. Because it was how big was it? It's normal. It was like in like. You didn't bring a lot of stuff, to be fair. But to there's, be there's, fair, there's yeah. no way it would have been carry-on. You would have been walking on the plane and then trying to stuff a garbage bag into you, the you overhead. Honestly, <laughs> I might have done that. It's a very flexible shape. My, my parents are kind of... I would have loved to be on that plane just to see people react to a guy. Oh, dude, he's coming from Seattle, bag. so... Yes. Pretty normal, but yeah, to, to add... It, oh, good morning, Gus. Angus is joining us. Uh, to give evidence to the lack of stuff that Joe brought on one of the first trips that we took... When Joe was gone for a meet, one of our other friends, roommates, teammates, Kai Wilmot, <laughs> he he literally put on every single piece of clothing that Joe had brought to college. Are, are you just gonna flame me for like not having clothes? I guess time? I guess that's topic yeah. one, flame Joe. But yeah, he put on all your clothes and sent a picture in, and that was pretty hilarious. But yeah, we were really uh, ignorant freshmen in a lot of ways. Do you remember that talk that we had in Seven Eleven, like the first night? Like yeah. Addison, Kai, you and me, we literally we really thought, had like a world domination talk. We were like, we are going to win. <laughs> we thought we were so good. We like country within two years. I think that we thought we were going to win four title NCAA yeah. titles as a team, and that's just not how it played deleted. out at all. But uh, yeah, the first year was good though. I mean, it was good in the sense that we had fun. Like, but we also were successful. We we were successful, but like everybody else in our class, yes. had mixed at best levels of success. We had like a big. But it class, was a fun year. And the class liked to party, yeah. And like some guys got hurt, and then they would party more. And like it's pretty dangerous when you have like ten guys doing that because like inevitably like some people are gonna fall through the cracks. Like it's pretty the retention rate. Like, this was a big surprise to me when I came to college. The fact that in pretty much every class, like, I don't know if this is the same at every single university, but about 50% of people make it to the end. Maybe a little more than 50%. But I just assumed, like, it would be 100%. Was it like that at Flag? Mm, I mean, my freshman year was ginormous as well. Like, yeah. we had, it was, like, almost 20 guys. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> but for some reason... I don't know, maybe this team had got small and Heinz had just decided to like, all right, this is the year we're just going <laughs> to... We need bodies. See, yeah, we're just going to throw in as many people as we can. Yeah. And by the end, I think there were like three of us did five years out of like 20. Yeah. So that's a little maybe less like than five 50%. Probably the five more... Five graduated. Yeah. Like the more the more that come in, obviously the, the worse the percentage is going to be because it's just like, yeah. it's too many. If you have probably a nice class size of like five people, you probably reliably get like Yeah, more. you get a, a higher success rate. But so Heinz was if you have brutal, a class of one, really? you With, have one. Yeah. If there was someone he didn't want on the team, really? he told them. Okay. Oh, them so to would he actually tell yeah. them and like and like cut them or would he just like stop talking to them? Sorry, I just took the mic. No, no, he just cut the shit out of oh, Okay. Because Mick wouldn't cut people. He I don't think we could cut people. Yeah. Mick, Mick always said that he couldn't cut people unless they did display too, like egregious behavior. He would just tell us to like, to like bully them a lot. Yeah. No, he was I just to made that up. That was <laughs> well, I just want to I wanna make clear that my class in Wisconsin had a 100% success rate in going through the system. So. One of one. Just you? Also, 100% success rate at winning nationals. That is true. That's great. Very good things. Success rate. Did you just pretend you were in this class? No, we were two years above so him. So this is the thing. Like uh, Morgan and Joe, he was, have, he was really old for. Morgan and Joe have a very special relationship, but Joe and I also have a very special relationship <laughs> really because um, when Morgan actually went to Australia, and Morgan and I obviously were very close, uh, Joe and I grew a lot together, and particularly me 
um, doing well in college, I was in that kind of transition period where I was like, I was really bad freshman year, like really bad. You weren't that bad. You you broke four in the mile. That was you like weren't, right you the weren't that I was bad. Probably, I was to be fair though, Morgan, he also was like <laughs> he did run a the most disappointing runner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there we go. That was for for like two months there at the right, right when he got on campus because yeah. he didn't you didn't train over the summer. Right? And the start no, of indoors yeah. somehow. No, I was pretty yeah. terrible. Um, you ran like four twenty at that indoor mile, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, that was brutal. Pretty much. It's oh, very, very tough. But uh, you were clearly talented. But yeah. um, Joe was someone that I looked up to and helped me through that transition. And, and definitely, I think a lot of my success in college was attributed. For me, I attribute it to Joe because he helped me a lot and uh, got me through that. So that's why I'm excited Joe's as well to have yeah. this guest. Um, yeah, I, I definitely, because I had no kind of other classmates... I had people that were that were from a different. It um, is it is funny events, when you but. came in because we were like so bad. We were like the most dysfunctional team, and then somehow no. we only recruit. No, we were our mm. sophomore year. No, like everybody was hurt. Everybody uh, was like yeah. pissed off. <laughs> we True. Were so we got eighth at Big Ten in class, so, which is just like there's just there's just so yeah shameful. there's just so much for us to talk about because we went through so much stuff. Mm-hmm. So freshman year, like relatively successful for freshmen, we came we came. 10th at NCAAs, but our whole team, apart from one person, was either freshman or sophomore. And, you know, so that's like a lot of potential that gets you really excited. And the very next season, we were ranked fourth or fifth in the preseason rankings. We might have even been second or third. Yeah, like we were really high. We were so high in the preseason rankings. Um, Watch out, Gus. Oh, you can look out to Gus. Walks away. <laughs> does, he uh, need, does he need? Does he need? What's he? What the? Gus. Gus is in his morning crazies. He saw some shit last night in bed with Ollie. But uh, yeah. So freshman year good, and we come in sophomore year ranked really well. We're like, our plan is we didn't win freshman year. We didn't do quite as well freshman year as I think we thought we were gonna do because we thought really highly of no, ourselves. But we didn't. coming into this sophomore year, like ranked preseason, like top five, whatever. Like, we're like, all right, yeah, everything's going according to plan. And then that year, just to give the spoiler for this story, we uh, we ended a 50-year streak of Wisconsin qualifying for nationals. <laughs> and we didn't qualify. No one even qualified individually. It and was not even close individually. Like, you got, yeah. like, 10th at regional. And it was, like, it was the biggest was like our next shit show week. ever. So What year was that? 2015. 2015 cross. Yeah, 2015 cross. Mm-hmm. So... That that was really tough. Should we? I think we should start getting in more like specifics. Like, what was 2015 from your perspective? Because I have my own perspective on it. Yeah, 2015 was interesting because it's like obviously it started off so well with um, with track and everything, and then uh, we just yeah I don't know. At least for myself, I kind of let it get away from me a little bit over the summer. Like, I was just like thought I was like the absolute shit. Same and hit workouts way too hard yeah um and then was just like going out a fair bit and like not really i don't know it wasn't a very balanced lifestyle yeah um, and then i think honestly i think our entire team was kind of doing that too that's so that was one thing that always kind of like got to me it didn't get to me but like i think if you were looking from the outside wisconsin had a bit of a reputation as like party school and certain people like already were like ready to talk shit about us like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and say like oh these guys had such a bad season because they were just partying they just didn't care but actually i think it was the complete opposite where i think we cared almost too much but we you combine that with we were just so immature 
pretty much we all just like like early cross we all just went way too hard and then everyone had like different issues like our main runner malachi had a stress fracture in his sacrum uh i was like just so physically burnt out because i just like my training going into that season was just at a much higher level and then pretty much all our other guys who came through the year before as well had just an array of injuries you weren't running as well but i think this is probably when i first noticed you starting to like struggle in races yeah for like for like seemingly like like, like on no the, reason. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to say that because obviously there are reasons, but it wasn't physical reasons necessarily. Yeah. The, the year was interesting though, because I think it, to be fair, like we were, I don't know, during our freshman year, we definitely had that like 18 year old male glow where we were like, literally nothing can hurt us. And then, and it didn't really, like I was still doing like dumb shit, like all throughout that year. And not really suffering any side effects, uh, at least with my performance. I could not believe. So Joe, <laughs> Joe loved to drink beers like so. I much. love a good. I love a good beer. But like freshman year, Joe was, was different. I couldn't believe. So Joe at Wisconsin, like in the in the spring during track season, the semester ends, and then there's still like if like track season is still going, but there's no class, right? Mm-hmm. And we yeah. were living together. Yep in an apartment just like having fun and the amount of beers that joe drunk between conference and regionals i I had some diluted idea where i I could drink for or i could like party do everything with like you and kai because that's the thing i was i was a terrible i was a terrible influence before the next race i would like try to at least like you know get eight hours of sleep and stuff Cause you, I know Which that is a pretty low bar to clear. There was even times where like you, I know you like, you had, you had workouts and you drunk before yeah. one of them. <laughs> like a couple, oh, I think I had two lunch shandies before a track workout and it was, it was not a good workout. That like one of the worst 18, I've ever had. Like it just made no sense. But, but then it was also like absolutely nothing. Like, cause I was still, I like won big 10 and then I, you know, made it through in a pretty tough region with like super tough a bunch of guys who the, I don't think 10, are running anymore. But with like Chad Noel, the Big Ten race two that you won was actually pretty stacked too, wasn't it? No, mm-hmm. it wasn't that good. It had like Rory, Hunter, yeah, Kreese, who's Kreese. good. Rory it was, uh, really it was good. and then Robbie Crease. He happened. fell over. Yeah, <laughs> I that was not. You got me. tripped by Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, then the that kind of that also just kind of carried into the summer, and I think. It was that next year that, like, um, I don't well, know. At uh, least I, I, I can't even now. I'm bring, like all the memories are coming back to me of like how stupid we were that summer in terms of like yeah, we were living we just together. Yeah, very smart. Man. And like we were like going to bed so late. We would wake up like it's it wasn't fun. Like it was. We, fun, there was like no schedule. Like but we it wasn't weren't working fun. or anything. We weren't really. There was like no structure, which was hard. But then at the time it felt fun. But then you know in retrospect it was like really we were waking shitty. up at like 11 a.m in the morning yeah we like if we had a long run like we wouldn't get done until running in the in the absolute heat of the day like and then not, also like not eating very well or like you know doing any recovery really um, but do you remember we uh do you remember we got really into a blue mountain state yeah we watched show? it i remember watching weeds with kaya over a weekend like yeah. eight seasons of weeds um but that kind of okay back to oh, that yeah that next season yeah so i never really struggled in like race settings before 
Um, and then at, it was at Nuttycomb or Adidas. Nuttycomb? Yeah. Same shit. It was Adidas that year that me, Morgan, and uh, Maliki went out and like... It was a great picture. It's a beautiful, it's a very cool picture. And I'm glad that it exists. But we were all in like the top five, I think. Yeah. At like 3K. And then I just started, I finished like 170th or something. Like, and I got so mad and so frustrated. And I think I like threw a chair in the tent afterwards. And then Maliki like yelled at me. Mick was like so pissed because we also we did like you you and Maliki got like fifth and tenth right we did so but we got like 18th as a team yeah and it was just like like everybody was hurt like people who were working out really well like just ran like shit like it was kind of a general bad attitude I think at least coming from me um and then that kind of carried on like the rest of the year I don't know yeah yeah it was and then once you have like issues with running when you're in college it's hard to think outside of that because like you know I came to Wisconsin a little bit for the school and academics like that was certainly important to me but like realistically I think everybody there was there primarily 90% probably to run Mm -hmm. so then when you are shit at running and you're frustrated with it you're not having fun like what else is there you know yeah, those are like, so the season goes on. We do really bad. Everyone's hurt. And then, like, after the season, there wasn't much of a, like, our response was pretty much no response. Because I remember we just, I was, like, really sad for, like, one day. <clears throat> I think regionals is normally on a Friday. <clears throat> I think I was really sad for one day. Like, I didn't go out Friday or Saturday. But then on Sunday, there was a Chainsmokers concert. And I went to that. I had so much fun. And I was like, oh, it's fine. And then, like, we started, like, like honestly, just, like, partying a lot. Yeah, then. we were just partying a lot. And I think that... Uh, Go, sorry, going back to, like, the Wisconsin's, like, stereotyped as a party school, that enti- this entire year we had, like, alumni from the program just saying, like, the worst things about us like on let's run and stuff yeah and just like calling us like the biggest fuck-ups in the world and they weren't entirely wrong but it was like we were like 19 to 21 like which you can't really have that many excuses but kind of a tough it was a bit of a rough emotional thing yeah when you hear like you know i mean i i think like i wasn't really paying attention to that very much like there was just like all this stuff going on for us which was what was like concerning but yeah so i don't even know how to we can we can cut any of this if you want i don't know what we should talk about next do you want to talk about the rest of your sophomore year yeah so indoor season came around actually this is like from bad to worse i've never really thought about this but this is like this was a kind of like divergence because Mm -hmm. this was when i had my breakout if you think about it yeah because indoors i took a long time off after cross got sick i remember so i took three weeks off completely and i was really burnt out and i think like three weeks is what i needed because then i came back and i just started running better than i like i I mean i think the divergence for you started a little bit earlier because it was at the end of freshman year when mick was just like what was the exact conversation but he basically Uh, said like (laughs) you aren't gonna make it if you keep like yeah even though morgan had run like seven 
seven fifty five, I think, in indoor. Like, yeah, you had a good year. Mick had a talk with me, which Dathan and I are pretty much having this talk like kind of right now again, where it's like, Sick. all right, you need to you need to work hard. This is like this is literally the talk I had. They're like, yeah. I know that I'm not saying that you haven't worked hard before, but you need to learn to work hard on a whole new level. Mick gave me this really long speech where it was like a long run, and he was on the bike, and it was just two at the back, and Mick went on about how he used to be a wild stallion. He was like, oh, he still to, is. Yeah, still is a wild stallion. But he was giving me these life lessons saying, yeah, like I know that in college and in life, like there's all this other stuff, but if you want to be good at running, like you have to fully commit to it, like pretty much. And I did take that to heart. Like I started making some like pretty good changes that like still stick with me today in terms of like good routine, like just importance of sleep, etc. Notorious Morgan McDonald routine. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> We've already yeah. talked about that as well. I think like the there is a slightly different collegiate routine that we probably won't touch on. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to find my routine again, but by the end of college, man, I had it down. It was good. I was so pissed at someone if they like fucked up my routine. I was also a little disgusted. I became a subject of the wrath of Morgan McDonald when I fucked up some of the routine, particularly when I was dating a girl and I had to back in Australia and I. She called me. I remember oh the first God. thing. Okay, I think anyone would get angry at yeah, yeah. for this. That it wasn't is, for the routine. I was just an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. You were okay, this was like six thirty like, in the morning. Ollie, yeah. <laughs> this first one. Ollie comes to school. My first. I think my first night. Yeah. So he he was sleeping on a on a mattress on the floor of my place, <laughs> and six thirty in the morning in my room, he was FaceTiming his girlfriend. Well, she okay. To be to be fair, not to blame her. Obviously, like she called me and I answered it because I was scared. You can also deny the call. Or just, he already yeah, knows. I know. At that point, she would have known. I you could be it. sleeping. I think anyone would get annoyed if it's six thirty in the morning and this incoming forget. freshman is FaceTiming their girlfriend in your room. I'll never forget the look on Morgan's While face. He's literally like there, and he looks up, and his eyes are looking at me, and I'm like, I remember. Okay, yeah, I should. Why did I do this? I'm I don't think I've told you this part of the story. I remember I told you to go outside. Yeah. And then you FaceTime outside, but where you went outside <laughs> was like two feet away from my head. So like, it was even worse. It was just as loud. Fuck. But then I couldn't say anything more because you were outside. But like, like the the sound just traveled. It was right next to the window, and he was like right there. See, I, I was I was yeah I was an idiot. And the, yeah. the nice thing about that is I had two guys here, <laughs> Joe and Morgan, that actually told me that repeatedly, you know, which helped me develop Holly, into no, less. Nothing an idiot, we did made you less of an idiot that year. Like you you came back, you broke four, and then you started playing Fable for twenty hours a <laughs> day. Oh my god! Drinking Mountain in Dew our, in our living room. You had like four Mountain Dews. You moved you close all the curtains so it was like pitch black in like the nicest part of summer like yeah and this is in their were, apartment were, I, like i was a freshman in the dorms and i was just living yeah. in their apartment because i didn't want to go back yeah. yeah ollie so ollie has a thing where like we all play video games except for jordy um but ollie has a thing where he can get so into like an rpg like a skyrim or this was fable 2 at the time yeah and he like he, he what he does is he makes a character that looks exactly <laughs> like him <laughs> Like it's like an idolized, like really hot version of himself, and then it just me, me, me in a perfect world. And me in a perfect just, world. He just like grinds. He farms so hard, like perfect completion. He makes them so strong. Like he'll complete every single side quest before doing the main quest. So by the time he gets to the main quest, he's just like so overpowered. I remember in Skyrim, like the you know when you verse the boss at the end, like the, the dragon. It was what it was a one hit kill. Yeah. It was a one hit kill, and then like, the game was over. And I was so upset about and, how and, disappointing like, Ollie, it was. And the other thing is Ollie, like when he's focused on something like that, like he like won't eat for no, like eight hours. I wouldn't like, sleep either. I think I slept like I was like staying at PT Dub, yeah. which yeah. was uh, the house. We were so Park Terrace was PT Dub. But Ollie was just like, oh, that was that was freshman Ollie, and that is 
pretty much current Ollie in some ways as well. It was current Ollie now. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm playing Assassin's you, Creed you, Valhalla. Yeah, but at least you like get sleep now. It seems. Mm, that's what you think. Do you? Okay, maybe not. That's what not. you think. Yeah. I was actually standing over you last night thinking like, please don't leave. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Nah, just, but, um, We're going to just run this podcast into your flight so then you can't leave. That's yeah. fine. That's podcast over. Just walk everything. back. I can walk back. Yeah. Oh, you should have gotten a lift with the I know, I should have gone with the lead. Oh, Blum Daddy. But, yeah. but uh, So what were we talking about? Morgan. Morgan's routine kind of started diverging like at the end of freshman year, but I was not... I yeah, so sophomore year... Uh, I kind of had in, a little bit of a lag time. Yeah, coming into that, that, I had my breakout. I ran 357 in the mile indoors. I made nationals individually. I won, like, started winning like individual Big Ten titles on the track indoors, like okay. 3K, qualified for nationals. Like Things were going pretty solid. But Joe, like we left. Like Looking back on it, it's easy to say this. In the time, in the thick of it, Like obviously you don't really realize this stuff. But like I think... Joe and a lot of people probably were having like struggles that they were like kind of just gradually falling more into and they would get exposed like when we would go out and like I mean like just like people would get really drunk and it'd be like it'd be kind of dark and there were these unresolved issues that were going on there um and probably like during indoors that year we we still went out a few times together even like even I was was going out a little bit do you remember Oh, this is a funny story. Were you, do you remember when we went out after Big Tens? Do you to, remember what happened um, with Kai? Angela Boucher's party. Yeah. Yeah. But do you remember what happened on the walk there? Oh, yeah. I do remember that. So we were walking. Flag we were, we were, <laughs> we, we were like walking to the party. I don't know. Maybe a little tipsy or whatever. I don't think I really was really drinking much at all because I think Nationals you was one like week a later. Couple beers, but yeah, but it, we, none of us were like that drunk. Though. But there was, we were like on a pretty big street in Madison. Like I think it was four or six <laughs> lanes, and there was three of us guys. And then on the complete other side of the street, there was three other guys. And somehow we got in like a yelling match for them. Like we were like we were like yelling at them, and and then one of them started running across the street to us. So we were just like, like, what's happening? Like, is this a fight? Like, what's up? And like, he was like, he wasn't big or anything. And then he gets up to us and we're like, what's up, bro? And he's like, oh, do you guys want any weed? <laughs> and then... Kai and I said, yes, please. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, bit. transaction went down. <laughs> um, and then I don't think Kai will mind us talking about this, what happened, because it was I like, think literally Kai's the funniest thing I think superseded both of us in his life yeah. outcomes by now. So they they smoked some weed that night and then this is like the most classic thing that like it's like this is out of like a sitcom i think it was literally the next morning kai wakes up checks his email he has an email you're getting drug tested in like two days from then because they would tell you like two days before because you had to report somewhere at like 5 30 or 6 in the morning so yeah kai was just like absolutely shitting himself he was um it, he, for all for all of you that don't know kai was like really good in yeah. high school and extent champ and then he basically, I don't think he ran, you know, he ran one race in college, but he was just really hurt. Yeah, he had a lot and of injuries. the same time kind of overlapped with him, like, going, or I guess leaving the team, basically, yeah. just because he was, like, fed up. And um, But it was not a good time in his life. <laughs> yeah. Really? Well, yeah, he was, like, figuring out how to depressed. live without running. Cause yeah. He was, like, really, really, really into running. Like, that's all he wanted to do for a bit there. Um but I'm, I'm sure we'll get Kai at some point and we'll talk about that stuff. Kai be a but yeah, guest. long story short, we did the whole like go to Walgreens, get like your like home test yeah. kit. He drunk 
I think was he doing like cranberry juice? He was or drinking like apple cider vinegar. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah. somehow like he he got it out of his system and he didn't test yeah. positive. I mean, we I don't think we smoked like that much weed. Yeah, I think we had like I don't know. I actually don't know. I can't. I don't know either. And but I'm not gonna yeah, guess. he. But uh, anyway, and then one week later was national indoors, and I'll tell my my experience because it's, and then you can tell yours. Uh, but pretty much. I wake up the morning of my race and I got a text from the whisk alert. I got a whisk alert text, which is like the campus-wide police messages. And it says like incident at, and it had our address. It had like our address on it. And I was, this is like day of the race at nationals. And I'm like, oh shit. Like I, I honestly like incident knew like it was something to do with you. That seems presumptive. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's just me like feeling the place. (laughs) But um there was like a an incident i don't know what like what specifics you want to get it was just like basically i was really drunk um i kind of got into not like a verbal altercation i guess with my girlfriend um and it wasn't that bad but then it kind of got escalated um i'm i mean but i made i made some bad decisions led to a couple of events where um but eventually the police came like i didn't get arrested or anything which was good yeah it um, was dude, like there was some bystanders that yeah got involved yeah hev- heavily involved and i think a little emotionally evolved perhaps but you know i'm not gonna speak for them um but yeah basically it was like th- probably the worst night in my life yeah that was like it was, i mean up there but it was bad everybody was pissed off like i was just like oh kind of like life ruining i guess yeah um, i mean like you did you easily easily could have gotten like yeah expelled and is it called expelled in college no i should no i (laughs) I should have i think um but basically like we didn't tell mick immediately and i think i was like the whole next day because i think that was like a friday probably yeah the whole next day i was just like so anxious because i knew like i mean i've again made a lot of mistakes in my life but typically like I like to be forthcoming with like what I've done to the people that I need to be forthcoming to and Mick obviously and Gavin were like two of the people I, I mean they were away at, they were away at NCAA so really hard to like talk <laughs> yeah. to them about that on the day of NCAA they were gone and I think I forget but the, whatever two days you came back um we had a little powwow in the house you were pretty fucking pissed off at me, rightfully, I think, because it had kind of, it had fucked with your race a little bit. You also ran pretty bad. So. I did run bad. This yeah. is true. Um, but then, like, like I mean, every I think all of our other roommates were pretty mad at me too, and I was really mad at myself. So you were, kinda, I mean, you were definitely most mad uh, at yourself. Yeah. Joe is very hard on himself. I get, I've and heard, especially in college, I yeah. got really. Well, you, yeah, I heard that really you didn't done. eat and would just go on three-hour long runs to punish yourself. I mean, that's not false, like. Yeah, yeah, you would think start, there were three like, hours. I would just like, no, I was like straight, like, I don't know. I don't think I have like depressive disorder or whatever, but I was really down and I like didn't feel like eating. So I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't eat. And then I would just run because I was like the only thing that I thought was productive because I wasn't really like that good at school. And you were very good at school. At that point, I don't think I like, but I still didn't like care that much about academics yeah, um, okay. relative to running. But yeah, then I had to go into Mick's office. Mick, Mick, and this is like, I think one of the 
most positive experience, probably the most positive experience I've ever had with like an authority figure ever. Like Mick was for the egregiousness of like what had happened. Mick was the most understanding and supportive person. Like, yeah, he's so loyal. Um, and just like cared about the person first. And like, I think he kind of obviously saw that, um, I was a little bit of a shell of myself at that point. And then, um, but yeah, I got suspended from the team for like three weeks and I thought that was pretty, or four weeks. It was a while. <laughs> it was, it was a while. And like, um, Did you suspend when I was on my visit? I think I was actually, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure I was. The first time I met uh, Joe was unbelievable. I, I, rem- I will never forget it. And it, yeah. it was, it was a, uh, I was, I think you were, we were going to dinner and no, I think it was in the morning. It was in the morning. It was, it was early morning. You yeah. we were going breakfast. And I think you, we're you going were in, somewhere. It was you, like were in our, you were in our living room. Yeah. You were going, we we're going somewhere and you were like, I'll be back in a sec. So I sat down on the couch and I, I thought I met everyone on the team and I had met Joe at this point. So Joe comes upstairs completely naked. Right? Without my glasses on. Without his glasses on. He has a towel wrapped around his head, like just drying his, because he's got long, long, lovely hair. And he just looks at me and he goes, yo what's up you the recruit and i just looked at him and I, at this point like i you know i don't know him he's just this naked this tall naked guy in, in <laughs> yeah. morgan's place and i'm like yeah i'm the recruit. my name's oliver he's like that's what's up bro my name's joe and he just gave me like kind of like a little bit of a hug yeah and at that point i was like i'm coming to this and he was I'm so coming to wisconsin like was it was so just like even, he was such a even the dark times you can still make yeah it was just such a like, it's like i want to know more about this person and then i think after that like i asked morgan about him and morgan yeah. just like spilled like this is like one of my best friends in college yeah. so I'm, I'm like happy that we were able to get to that uh talk about that because i didn't know how we were going to approach that but like honestly that's the main thing i want to talk about on this podcast because i like i think this is such an interesting uh space to talk about like mental health particularly mm-hmm. pertaining to being like a college athlete and i've said it before i'll say it again like it's something that really concerns me because these things are getting worse and i think talking about them in a thing like this can hopefully help some people so you went through pretty like life-changing stuff after that like big like you you were you had to work really hard in certain areas like you were forced to i mean yeah i had to prove like to me i had to prove to like everybody basically that like um you know, it was so it was so worthwhile for me to be on the team, worthwhile for me to be at Wisconsin, like not have to, you know, not have to like go home. But yeah, it was pretty dark there, because I I was like suspended for a while, and I like couldn't run with the team. I couldn't go to the locker room. I was doing every run from home, and I was like, not running really must have been like a pretty place. big outlet for you, right? At that time, yeah, it was. But I mean, I don't know. With running, as as with any, like I think a lot of people can identify with this, like when you're in college and running at a relatively high level, like, you know, when you're not running good, it fucking sucks. And it's really hard to get out of that. Right. I know about that. So, and then like, it's like running, frankly, for me is like much healthier and much better now when I don't have to compete. Um, yeah, you were, so you, I'll tell you what, like kind of shocked me. Another thing, like when I first came over is because in Australia or New Zealand, if you're running, you've kind of made like a conscious decision to run and you're pretty dedicated to it. And pretty much everyone that's like a good runner in those mm-hmm. countries and still doing it at 18 or whatever, like you, you can, they want to be a pro runner. Like they have all these goals and stuff. When I first met Joe, like straight, straight up, this shocked me so much. You told me like, yeah, I just want to run in college and then I'm done. 
Yeah. You knew that. Maintain from, that. You knew that from like so early. And I like didn't know that people that that existed for people that were as talented as you were. And I mean, you clearly just like knew that it wasn't like what you wanted to do, like professionally after college, which I mean, it's pretty admirable because I think not many people are like that self-aware or whatever. But yeah, through college, there were definitely times where uh, and this is probably one of those times where I like you would talk to me and you would like just pretty much like question like, yeah, man, I don't know, like if racing is for me anymore. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that whole because so I got back on the team, I got reinstated and I had been training by myself like pretty like I was running like probably 100 miles a week, almost 90 to 100 and just like hammering workouts randomly. So I was in decent shape and I ran like 14 flat and then Mick was kind of back in. Um, and then I ran so poorly at conference and I like, that was so depressing. I remember that. But yeah, I like immediately after, like, I think I got like 15th, like, um, I just got like absolutely dropped. Mick like was so fucking mad at me. Um, and then I just like, I yelled at Mick. I told him I was quitting the team like and then i think i did like effectively quit for like a week or two weeks maybe um maliki took who's maliki's a wonderful lovely person and really also cared about like each and every at least a lot of the people um definitely but he like took me took me to dinner and i was like yeah man like i just fucking hate this um i feel so bad i don't really want to run um like I hate Mick even I mean obviously I don't hate Mick but I just like didn't I didn't have a good grasp of what my feelings were and then I think I don't know I think like it set in because it was still like I was still like 19 and I was like making really rash decisions a lot of the time um so I think like two weeks later I like had a meeting with Mick and I was like yeah man (laughs) guess I'll tough it out (laughs) for you Mick you know anything for Mick yeah, so, like, how, I can't even remember, like, where, where did you go from there? Because um, you were going back to Aussie for the oh, summer. Yeah. Um, I yeah. forget if you were racing, but I think you were just going back. And we went to one of the ramen spots, and you were, like, pretty level with me that I just, like, you know, had had a shitty year. At least as far as running, I mean. Um, and, it, well, my whole year was shitty, but, like, you kind of level with me and just said like yeah you kind of gotta like sort your shit out but at that point I was already pretty much there I think yeah like I had changed a lot um since yeah I like stopped drinking that much that was Um, so that was a big I stopped going out uh, you know that made me stop drinking really well because the 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 climate the climate of the team changed so much when that incident like partying and stuff like that was not acceptable at all and so i stopped doing it and then i got in a really good routine Mm -hmm. where that didn't involve that at all and i just felt way better and i never went back to it yeah in the same way yeah and that was just like a weird time because i was like dealing i was like so in my own um immersed in my own world that like i wasn't even really like i wasn't really hanging out with people ever like Apart from my girlfriend, uh, she would be like the only person I would see. Like we didn't even really like hang no, in our in our apartment really that we much. We had some. We um, had we had some. We actually still had like fights and stuff. Yeah, we would just get. I was just like really pissy all the time. Yeah, and like at, for kind of legitimate reasons. Not 
at anything you guys did, but just like no, I don't. Know, we definitely like my own we stuff, we like, didn't help always. I mean, yeah. obviously, well above our pay grade to like well deal with your pay grade <laughs> those issues. But totally, we, we didn't help. Um, yeah, because you were like clearly just dealing with was, so much. It stuff. was difficult too because Kai was kind of in a similar place that I was, and he, I mean, you're pretty like just feeding off of each other a little bit. But then he went home. And like he had his own shit to sort out because we were living in the same room. We lived in the same room for two years. Um, but then, yeah, then I kind of had a summer where I was just like basically running and working and not really doing anything else. And it was good. I went on, I started a Jimmy Butler schedule where I'd wake up at 5 a.m. and then I'd watch TV for two hours, but then I'd go run and then I'd go to bed at like 8.30 p.m. Nice. And I thought that it didn't help. It was like for two weeks, but I don't know. I was like experimenting and tinkering and stuff and like running like once a week with Maliki and Russ and it was good. And then I kind of, I don't know, I had some pretty, like we got back into cross country the next year and I was still pretty bad. Like I definitely kind of yeah. lost like a bit of mojo Yeah. from, I, honestly, I don't think I ever really got back like after freshman year. You had um, you had you had really good races, but not the same consistency. But that yeah, because I got like I totally shit the bed at Big Ten, um, and like I remember that was, yeah, that was that was it was we, pretty bad. Well, that was good for the team, but I remember that was really tough for you. It was tough for me. Our team, our team yeah. won after not qualifying the year before. It was it's like a pretty big comeback. Self-centered, maybe. I mean, obviously, yeah. if you have a bad we race, are, you're gonna too. not feel good. Individual sport, really. Yeah. yeah. This team, but. But then um, we had it. We had a really nice like end of the season. Like, the, we were okay, pretty good was, at uh, nationals and stuff. This was the thing: is like our team was never closer than it was in 2016. No, we, we were after good. going through everything that we just described, mm -hmm. both individually but also as a team in 2015, 2016, our team's bond was uh, like our shared goal, vision, whatever, was so strong. Like the amount of emotion that yeah. we, and this was Ollie's yeah. freshman year. The so amount. This is yeah. That's the thing because I didn't. I think when I joined that team and I saw the camaraderie and actually kind of the connection that everyone had, it was shocking for me to find out what happened years prior before me coming in because I didn't actually know. Until yeah. What was what was like the end of the summer like that year? Because I don't really remember. I mean, I do remember Festival having of miles. Like, no, 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 start no, no, of the summer. No, no, no. The summer. Uh, so like, um, so I went back to Australia and then we came back and we had camp. I think we just like slowly built up into stuff. I don't think yeah. anything dramatic. Like I don't remember anything. But happening. it was that was like I think for all of us, like that was one of the most probably the funnest parts I've ever had yeah. in my you know at least running limited we, running career. We we won Big Ten cross that year again, and the amount of like emotion that was like involved in that is like more than anything I've probably ever experienced in this sport. It's definitely on a team level at least, but it's like yeah. that was. That was pretty amazing. And we did, once again, we underperformed a bit at Nationals that year, I think, which is something like we literally yeah. always did as a team when I was there, unfortunately. <laughs> but <laughs> didn't achieve our goal of winning four straight NCAA cross titles. Um, a different team. Got close. Took, got took close. that for yeah, us. Yeah, I was going to say. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> you tried. Joy, I feel so Failed. bad that you've been, like, pretty uninvolved. Do you have any questions you'd like to ask? I would love to get you in on this conversation. <laughs> Hear anything from your perspective. No, I, sh I think it's... Well, I'm I'm just enjoying, and I'm I'm basically an audience member, but in person today. Did but did, I actually, I appreciate hearing this story, and not in all its details. But I think, and I'm not sure if Joe knows this, but people in the NCAA knew about this incident. Oh yeah, people 
did either didn't like me or I think within running I'm very polarizing. Polarizing. <laughs> well, the problem people is people like me or they really don't people, like me. Including people are such assholes where they judge you and they don't yeah. even know. Well, this. that's the thing. All maybe some schools knew more, but I have no idea yeah. how word got into our team. But it was just like, yo, do you guys hear? Like yeah. something yeah. happened in Wisconsin. Joe Hardy got suspended from the team. So yeah. that was it, so not good. and nothing else. We heard like no one knew any of the details, and obviously no one knew the then the change and growth that you then went through, well, and all the team went through. What's kind after of crazy that. is and that, like, and that sucks. But yeah, I mean that's how we, no one no. no one knows you I'm, from this far away. Also, that's though, like on the podcast and talk about it. The, Shout out to anyone from Bauman who yeah. wants to come talk about your issues because like. <laughs> <laughs> because we just talked about like you saying that like what we just said i'm like well we just like kind of judged bowman but we didn't really judge them but like we don't really know so come on the, come, come on come on and give us your story but anyway so but you have to be here in person yeah i was just gonna say like <laughs> i do think like well elise knowing, is here actually all right come on, Vida. knowing, knowing more though message there's <laughs> like i think there's pretty analogous situations to mine on like every team like, I, there's I, definitely yeah, kids you know that it. like fuck up you know it and do like really bad stuff and get in a shit ton of trouble but i don't know and the well it, the thing with you is you already had a bad well no i wouldn't say well, bad you already it does, had an it does reputation because you did root, get suspended it in does, high school as yeah. well. <laughs> can we do you want to just like really briefly brief, mention why oregon relays my junior year this kid griffin bills what day I, was it 420. 420. <laughs> um, I was a shitty kid in high school. For very vast majority of my high school, I was good. But um, we decided to smoke a little bit of weed for 420 <laughs> after um, the 800. Immediately got caught um, by police, and, right? Yeah, by police. We had to go tell our coach, um, and then I got kicked off the team for like the rest of that season. And that was also like, yeah. You had some bad one, luck because I just remember. It was bad luck, I just man. remembered another. People, I just remembered another story that happened to you and Eugene. And I know we did say two stories about me smoking weed, but like, I don't really like. I don't smoke weed like ever, <laughs> and I didn't in, in high school or college like ever. It's bad luck. But it's like you know, it's the way the way things go. When was your incident in Eugene in college? Was that freshman year? That was my freshman year. Okay. I also got. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about all this. After, so I got suspended. Maliki and I went out. I was like, this is after obviously underage. Like everybody, I mean, half the people that go out in Eugene yeah, are probably just, this underage. This is freshman year, Joe, when he's been running yeah. amazing. I've been running good. Off to nationals. I tried to use a fake ID, or it was somebody else's ID at whatever that bar is. Taylor's. Like that everyone, yeah, that everyone goes to. Whatever. And I'm like, I give it to him. It doesn't look like me at all. Like it was just like the most boneheaded thing. And the guy, the bouncer just like directs me to a cop car that like, for some reason I hadn't seen like right next to it. And he's like, yeah, you, buddy, you got to go talk to them. And then I got a ticket and I had to like go you pay go, $500 later in the you summer. You had to go back to Eugene, didn't you? I had you? to go back to Eugene by myself. I like saw, I was, I did a run. I did like a training run on freeze trail, like by myself. I'm pretty sure I saw like a couple people. I was really trying to be incognito then so you just um, had some bad luck bad luck i mean you know bad luck kind of comes a lot of the times from bad decisions but That's a good point you know but, but you know, there were probably a lot of people making there people things. had how many exact other same. people were doing the same exact thing. Same. people that people had matter. assumptions about me but like and they were probably unfair to a certain extent but like also pretty fucking fair like it, you know so should we should we 53 minutes in what about it? Well, I don't know. Well, I was just checking the time. Should we talk about... Now I we think got plenty of time. Our audience wants to know about the Met Gala. Should we talk about that and how it went? Oh, well, we're kind of mid-story. Joe, Joe, but... 
Wait, huh? Let's do it. Let's let's give the Met Gala rundown. Take, to take it away. Out. All right, Joe. I just, there were a lot of people I didn't know, <laughs> and I didn't talk to that many people, and it was a good time. I rated the night 5.5 out of 10 <laughs> because mostly because I was so excited before it and then it was just like a normal to average party kind of it was special in some ways it was really good to like see a lot of people that I like and I don't get to see very often but it was just underwhelming I think mostly because I built it up too much in my head what do you think these were decorations oh yeah from the wall. That's why we're wearing them this morning. And scarf. very comfortable, actually. We have lots yeah. of these. If anyone wants a scarf, hit the pot up. Yeah, we'll have to do like a competition yeah, or yeah. something. We have so many scarves. Um, I, the only non-normal thing was that me and Ollie made a ton of oh, cocktails. Okay. And that was really fun. You guys were behind the bar. We it was were great. Working. We were team bartenders. We were working. Um, and yeah, that, apart from that, Just like it was pretty normal. normal. <laughs> I don't know. What we what Someone, do we expect? Well, freaking... Drew Hunter's Gene Hunter Yeah Made Tin Man have a workout The next morning Oh yeah They did have to leave Quite early So A non shout out Did she know about the party I would say yes Was it just Poor scheduling Coincidental I think she did on purpose So they had to work out early yeah. Which means they were Less involved Than we would have liked and There weren't as many Tin Man people there As I thought There really no. weren't But I think a bunch of them Are away I don't really know yeah, but like we like we invited a decent amount of people, and like how how many people do you think came? I really couldn't work it out. I think like between four between, between zero and hundred. <laughs> between zero and hundred for sure. <laughs> zero and hundred because you don't know like it, you don't know how, like the actual number like goes up and then goes down and then maybe go up again. Like you did leave briefly, and then came back. True. Um, but like a lot of people, I mean like. Some people left to pick up people, came back, and they got pulled over, like like stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Like there's things that happen that like I don't remember because Jordy and I were literally working our working our magic at you the bar. You guys were like killing it, and it did and look fun. People people were enjoying our drinks. I think Definitely. that was a nice thing. People were like, oh, this yeah, is nice. Really and then obviously we put in more effort after that. For for me, it was just one of those things where it's like it was like my once every year, once every two years, just like big big party where i'm like all right that, like that kind of sucks like i'm not going to do this for a little yeah. bit <laughs> no definitely and that's how that's how i felt the next morning because oh, it was yeah. absolutely terrible to clean up everything yeah like freaking we, we bought we bought pumpkins thinking to be nice okay. decorations <laughs> yeah some freaking scallywags break both of them there's just dried pumpkin everywhere and it's not easy to clean up i mean it's still like in all our crevices like oh. shout out to to geordie doing most pretty much all the cleaning with gabby and um, Waleed. Waleed. we had some great cleaning thank um, you guys the cleaning crew were fantastic because place i looks was beautiful absolutely now. useless it's cleaner that, than it was it is cleaner than it was yeah i was useless that morning so those fucking balloons though yeah <laughs> that's that's 100 percent. pop those fuck so those, we, we we had balloons that were like they were like pretty much see-through but then they had little gold sequence, circles in, yeah. in them as like decoration and I like, we were popping all the balloons, except I guess we weren't meant to pop those ones because then they made a bunch of mess on the floor. And I popped one of them, like not knowing that. And then Jordy was like, hey, well, someone was like, don't pop those. Like it's making a ton of mess. And then I just went and popped the rest of them because it was too fun. Because like you would pop it and then all the gold things would explode and it would be really cool. But then the thing is like, they were really hard to get off the ground. Like you had to pretty much pick most of them up individually. So I apologize formally to everyone for making you do that. 
but yeah i mean honestly like not much to talk about from it yeah i thought <laughs> i thought it would be like a big topic pretty to by talk the about. numbers oh that actually great everyone dressed up i think nice. i like thank you so much to leah for coming up with that theme because that was a really fun theme for a party like that yeah like you could essentially do whatever you wanted um we didn't get as many pictures as i would have liked it we just like, wasn't area. it wasn't on our mind so yeah. we, we don't have that much to share but we all had like nice outfits joe especially joe looked great um joe, best joe. dress definitely lewis i would say lewis in that dress great. he looked fantastic we'll put a picture up mm. he looked really good um gus dressed up for already had his little suit on um, shout out to who else was really well dressed emma bates emma bates um, emma bates came for a little bit and she's racing in chicago i respect it. In i respect it. i respect that so we are rooting for her at chicago yeah go emma uh, there was a lot of like really nicely dressed people mm-hmm. so thank you for everyone who came and who dressed up nicely we really appreciated having you there but yeah is there anything else to say about that no i think we covered it yeah yeah we we'll see on. we'll see you next year whenever it happens again we'll have it next year <laughs> we'll let you know how it goes gus had a great time oh actually maybe gus was best dressed <laughs> he was in his uh, little tuxedo he looked amazing he was actually like apart from like wanting to destroy every single ping pong ball <laughs> from the beer pong yeah. table he was pretty well behaved but he yeah, he likes people. He gets really into it. That could move us on to the, both marathons. Because this is coming out on oh, Sunday, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is the day of Chicago. And it's coming out the day before Boston. Yeah, you, you told me that you wanted to talk about Boston. Yeah, I, I don't know anyone. I don't really know the fields. Okay, this, 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 we don't know this, enough this about this. This is the danger. This is, no research. Maybe, maybe yeah. this is just like, this just shows you how... It either shows you how bad running fans we are or how hard of a sport it is to follow. The fact that apart from relatively close friends, I have no idea who's racing any of these mm-hmm. races and I almost don't care. You know Unless what I mean? Friends. Like London, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like London Marathon happened this morning. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't really care. Would fewer people be racing because it was an Olympic year? It is kind of yeah probably yeah. except Maybe. some people back up in, in all the marathons are at weird times no, yeah, it's like 10 happening right like now like chicago and boston on consecutive days that doesn't sound normal no <laughs> well boston's normally in uh april the spring, right yeah i well, know that the naz guys are mostly running boston oh they are yeah it's sick and pakistan he's doing which one he's doing boston oh i thought he was doing chicago no he's doing boston sick doesn't re- re- and Reed Fish is doing Chicago. But most Harvey Nelson, in a U alum. Shout out to Harvey Nelson. Boston. And yeah, shout out to Hav. I went and ran with him a flag a few times last week. Yeah. The man is very fit. Hell yeah. Um, I always just talk about how much I love that guy. We we were briefly together yeah. when I was in flag, just did a few runs together. Like, Great guy. I got there the day he ran 16 miles at 5.09. Jesus Christ. That is ridiculous. Was that on Lake Mary Road? Yeah. Yeah. That's and ridiculous. A, yeah, so that that was pretty sweet. And mostly just to shout out though, because he's not he's unsponsored and just grinding. He won't mind me saying that he wasn't very good in college. And what's his half marathon time? It's really good. He was sixty one something yeah. in Houston. Jesus. Um, That's so fast, man. A couple of years. Wait. Houston that doesn't sound right. It might maybe be it was Houston. Yeah, I think like that was a year where a lot of people ran really quick. He's one of those guys that always like worked out in college, but never like never ran NCAA's. Yeah, at, for NAU, which a lot of people don't. It's a shitty team to be on if you want to run NCAA's because just making Very the team sucks. <laughs> yeah, and, but he was the guy we would always take like three or four extra people to NCAA's, and those 
people were like so important on those trips. Mm. Like I always gravitated towards those people. Most like Harvey Nelson, just good vibes. Kate Burks, Ryan, Kate, Wolf, baby. Jack. That and they're like essential to have people that aren't racing on the trip, like in Blaze. Because they're just like messing around, have like having a good time, keeping making sure us keep like keeping it light. Yeah. Which I know for like a lot of teams so in important. particular with you guys, that was a big thing big thing, like Yeah, huge. Keeping it light. Yeah. Playing laser tag the day before a race. Yeah. Etc. Going to haunted houses and stuff. Well, you guys did that as well. Yeah, and in, in, in medicine, we went to some haunted house. Dude, haunted house is a pretty sick. I've only been to one in my life, but pretty fun. So Harv was that and guy. Actually, really scary. That wouldn't make the top seven, but was super important to the team, and mm-hmm. then actually can like pursued running without a contract after college, and mm-hmm. is now actually yeah. pretty freaking good. That is crazy. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's super courageous. I do, yeah. Like it's sticking with it like that. The blue collar pro runner life. Blue collar is fun. Is really cool. Easy to he get behind really cool. and support for yeah. sure. <laughs> is he like? Does he like work too? He does some online coaching. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, good luck, Harvey. Hopefully, you kill it, man. It's a big what resume. You, so. What do you guys think of um, uh, the? Was it Swain Flanagan doing the all the marathons? I, just, I said earlier I thought it was cool and I didn't know yeah. how she was still so fit. Yeah, she's she, obviously still she, like she's like running fast. Least, she's done one so far. Well, she probably ran London today. She's done two. Oh, Ber- she Berlin, ran London today. Berlin and London. I haven't I know, she checked ran, results, she ran, but like, I know she's decently was, quick in yeah. Berlin. She closed decently well. I was just curious because like watching like someone do that, a lot of people have a lot of people attempted to do that kind of thing. Well, like at that level when I'll you're tell, that I'll well, tell you what though. That's probably the type of thing that the shoes makes like 100% easier. <laughs> yeah, so like this day and age, it's probably a lot, yeah, a lot like, easier to do. Whereas back not then... Not to take anything away, but... Did you guys I pay attention to the 24-hour record for running? It no. was like, Yana, this Greek guy, Yanos Kuros, had had it for like 20 years. He done like... He averaged like 730s for 24 hours straight. Jeez. But then some like... Another Eastern European guy like just broke that. Really? Wait, that's how, like the sickest... Do you know what he averaged? It would have been like, I mean, under seven thirty. Oh, yeah, she ran, like seven twenty. She ran two thirty five this morning. Wow, even quicker. Yeah. Wait, what's she gonna end up running like two twenty in the last one? Yeah. She just, she just like literally just like getting better and better at each marathon. That's, and then the last one, she's just gonna like run. Two thirty five is like such a sick time. Like that's. Wait, is she doing the? Is she? Uh, is she doing then the Chicago Boston, Boston double? Days, yeah. That's awesome. That's when it gets hard. That is so, so that cool. will be something interesting to see because like I mean, when you're. Uh, Ali, do you think you could do that? No. Could you I do don't. one of them? You actually don't think you could do that? All of them? Like that? Probably not. You definitely could. Could you do a 235 marathon right now? I don't, I don't yes. know. I've never run a marathon. What happens like if, six, I, six, if I was like at mile 20 and I just, died, yeah. I just felt like, you I know. Like I believe well, in you. Water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate that long lunch. Like I hate that. Like the Colorado kind of, men- I don't know. It's something. I'm right there it's with you. Colorado mentality it's Colorado mentality because it's Dayton. It's a many people mentality. It's Dayton, Dayton's a, from Colorado no, and Joe was enforcing it. I hate Would you guys do it in flag stuff? Um, yeah, sometimes they would drive. Uh, people running 20 miles. Yeah. yeah. So, I hate so, stopping. So, I hate it. So the thing is that changes it is once you get to a certain intensity and duration of your long run, if you take not just fluids, but in particular like electrolytes and like sugar, whatever, mid long run, 
you uh your like recovery the way you feel in the run gets way better but also your recovery gets a lot better so it's just like a smart thing to do i think it's bullshit if you don't take <laughs> fluids you will be worse at running okay. yeah it's like it's like this is i think this is like don't drink water or have calories you will what, get what is good how is ollie gonna rebuttal this i don't know Science is <laughs> you, will, you will get less good no, at running. No, one hundred percent. Ollie would there's be. Not much, there's much. Ollie would be better. At there's running. not much science in this sport that is proven, but this is one of them. The, the one thing I think I noticed is I never take any fluids during this season, and I was fine. That's and good. I hated stopping. That's, that's, because that's a great that's science great anecdotal evidence. I got out of my rhythm, and as soon as we started back up again, I felt worse. And I think it was just all, I think it's all garbage. People just want to take Ali, I also yeah. don't like taking fluids. On I, 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 I'm 100% no, not, with you. You take fluids after the run. I just really disagree. Uh, or with after it. the run. That's I actually haven't either. spoken about it to Dathan, but I hate it. And he knows I hate it. I think we also never yeah. did that in college. Yeah. But also I just but, don't but see any benefit because even I, if we I just did told it, you the benefit. We just told you. Yeah, but I didn't do it and I didn't have any issues in my. Do you understand how like that's not good evidence? Well, I do, I do understand that. I'm just saying I think it's baloney. Like you're a very unique specimen. I think it's baloney. So, so you just like, you don't believe in it for anyone. You just don't believe it's true. Yeah, I don't, I, I believe, believe it's in the a science. shortcut to taking rest during a long run. That's what I believe it is. Why is it? Because okay. people stop and then they chat and then they complain about something and then they take an extra license and a drink. I can understand for marathon, like if Parker's running with us and he's doing that, I get that. I just don't get it for anybody else. Mar like marathon runners, I understand, but track... That's fine. That's boxing. But taking a break. Yeah, but you're, you're pissing. You you, I want, either either you, you piss yourself or you go and. What about what about fine. pretending your shoelace is untied so you can retie it and <laughs> just? Take I think a break. you know the answer to that. <laughs> huh? What's wrong with taking a break? I think no. Well, I think in a, but in a long run, you take multiple breaks, take these little drinky breaks, and have a chat. And and, and What's wrong with that? I think it's fun. bullshit. Just chat in the run. Just keep going. Just mm. Don't get out of rhythm. Don't like. It just, I hate it. I'm going to do it more. Just to <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's out of my Once control. Like, you have yeah. a group. Obviously, Dathan thinks it's, it's a good thing and I'm oh, not going to argue with these I like, yeah, I like how you, uh, you're still just not accepting. No. no, I don't accept it. Well, well, I mean, if I did accept it, then my whole stance on this would be kind of bullshit. Well, no, because you could say, no, no, because, yeah, Mouthland's fine. Because the thing not is, Ellie, you could say, you understand the logic and you, you do think it's good, but personally, you just don't like it. You could say that. Yeah, well, okay. If anybody is not aware of stuff like that and will be found aware is me because I do do that thing where I then get more knowledge and go, okay, I'm an idiot. But I just think for so we're me personally, I guess I just right I now. hate it. I don't want to do it anymore. That's, That's fair. All right. You can say that you don't want to do it, but... But then I have to because if I don't stop, it looks like I'm being aggressive. And just no, you, you should just do. You should just run away every time we or take a stop just, and then come back. You stop, come back, and you just add Or you should just jog on the spot. Yeah, you could jog on the spot. No, really? Fly you definitely don't. That. That. Yeah, well, that's because you guys aren't doing 20 mile long runs with Joe. Fair point. No, but I'd be running. <laughs> no, okay. If Joe's doing, listen, Joe's doing a 20 more miles. Dude, there's so many holes in your stomach. One mile, right? One mile less than Joe, but you call it a 20 mile run because Joe's going for a 20 mile. No, no. So you would call that a 19 mile run because you ran for 19. I ran 19 miles, but it's a 20 mile run because so you did a 19 mile run with Joe. We have the stops that he does. 19 mile run with you plus one mile on his own. Listen, Ali, how often does he stop? Because Dathan will stop at like five mile, 10 mile, 15 mile, and at this point, I'm like, I don't want to stop anymore. I want to continue this run and finish it because it's not worth stopping for under 20 miles. In your opinion? In my opinion. 
But you have to stop the piss probably twice. That I don't piss during runs. That's you. You have to piss like four times during it, like a recovery run. <laughs> okay, recovery run. That's a different story because it's a recovery run. Yeah, but it's five miles. Like George, George I've never seen someone. Apparently, this is a big NAU thing. The man I mean, it's big, Ollie doesn't believe. Ollie doesn't believe any of this. You can see it. Literally, everyone is like, box, "Yeah, like, if I want to run like six minute pace every run, I can." So that's like the thing to do. But not everyone else is like that. Ollie. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that stopping and getting out of rhythm during a long run is like. I feel like defeats the purpose of a goddamn long run. That's a big statement. Defeats the purpose. Well, so I. I'm not better. Be I'm not better. This, this, this season, if I run shit, then that's, that's why. Because I am not going to do it anymore. But you I'm did it. Running. Actually, no. This is a perfect counter because you did it and you ran really well. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't do. It. I, didn't, I didn't hydrate. I didn't Check hydrate. Me. But I stopped. So in, in, any, in any sense, Check I did worse because I didn't hydrate and take electrolytes. I actually stopped and then had to start running again and make me feel worse. How does that make it worse? I feel worse. I feel oh, out of rhythm. Feel I feel like just my it's legs like don't. But the results. Back into it. But the results. You ran really well. So how can you argue against that? So you, okay, then no one hydrates. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe we just don't know how well person. he would have run if he didn't true. do any water and he never stopped. Like this he went running like 327. I freaking hate it, man. Yeah. I hate it. All right. I can't wait to get back into long runs with you. The thing is, uh, I'm going to have an Tuesday, argument. I'm going to make so much money. I'm going to have an argument with Dathan. You guys have a long run on Tuesday? Yeah. I will have an argument. stops on Tuesday. It's game over. Game over. Well, the thing is like, if I'm on Tuesday, if I'm running like, cause I'm getting back into it, running like 14 miles. I just, why stop? Why? So you can take fluids? Yeah, for a piss break, understandable. <laughs> piss break, wait, you're saying when do you turn around and stop? Do you only do fluids? You should yeah. start yeah. doing like Pissing's fears. fine. It's just like the hydrating, doing like three stops in a long run, it really infuriates me. I don't Good like it. Good to know. Good and to I will know. talk to it with Dathan and I will be wrong, proven wrong, and then I will have to I would to love to it. hear how that conversation with Dathan would go. I'd probably go like, Dathan, why, why the fuck do we stop? And Dathan would just say like, oh, so you can take fluids. And you'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's not going to say. Cause like, I don't take fluids because I just keep going. And you'd say, no, stay with the team. Don't be a selfish prick. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. You're, you're 100% right. I should shut up and just do my job. There. Well, we look forward to that. But yeah, anyway, we've talked about a lot of interesting stuff now. Should we go back to the only thing, the thing that we haven't covered in the Joe uh, bell curve arc is now his rise again. Junior year. I would say just leveled up. But I was good. I got well, I made nationals again. Well, junior year, by the end, you qualified for nationals individually in the 5K. Not necessarily an easy thing to do. I beat Cam. Cam. Griffith. Griffith. Shout out Cam Shout Griffith. Out Cam. Got beaten by Joe. And then your senior year, you were like, well, this is weird for me because I was gone for, mm-hmm. I was, I was like, I was also a senior, but I was less because I came back from Worlds 2017. I redshirted, so I was more distant. And then started 2018, I was back in Australia for like three months, so I was quite distant that year. And from what I noticed from the outside, is you really came into yourself as a team leader. Like you seemed to really enjoy and thrive in that role. Yeah, I did. You, yeah, like your the enthusiasm that you had that year. I don't think like. I saw it at that level any other time, you know? Yeah, I can confirm that as somebody that was under Joe. Yeah, it was pretty stressful though. Because yeah. I was like, fini- I was I did four years, um, so I was finishing everything. I was so sad that you like to weren't going to run a f- to a fifth year with yeah. us. Well, like, you, it made no that, sense to me. You remember that meeting? No. Like, me- Mick, uh, we had a meeting with Mick. I guess it wasn't at that same meeting, but we had a meeting with Mick right before you left because we were having a really nice summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like a week later, he was like, um, you can do a fifth year if you want to. I was like, because I didn't, I don't know. For me, I don't really like the individuality of running. Um, it just never, I was always like a team sport person. So I just cared about cross country, really. 
and then if I I had to do it um, my senior year, so cross country, I was going to be able to come back and do cross it. country that year. You had your best results individually at conference, at least. Yeah, you came second. Ollie, Ollie came first. You came second, right? Yep. And the team won. Those my favorite race. No, we, got we got third. We got third. No, we got Joe third. and I crossed the line because <laughs> I think the one thing Joe and I were in really good shape. We're training really well together. Um, everything was kind of clicking, and the way um, Joe was, everyone. That's the one thing with uh, the. I guess having one person like that, I think from my year we had like two or three leaders, but we have one here and it was really nice mm-hmm. because everyone kind of respected Joe, um, saw him as a senior, saw, saw him as someone that had um, experience and be able to do the good things and the bad things, like how to deal with them moving forward. And that really helped me personally in cross. Um, but yeah, we definitely thought when we went one, two across, we crossed the line and we were super excited because we thought we like we're able to win. We thought we were so sick. And, yeah. uh, you guys were we pretty sick. We were kind of sick. We were pretty sick. We it was pretty sick. sick, but we also didn't win the team title. And that kind we of got close, on it, but we were still running well. We got close, though, and it was actually really nice. Like, I don't know. I know we ended that season disappointing, yeah. a little disappointed, and kind of that year a little disappointed. But, like, I don't know. We had a really young team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, like, a lot of people who hadn't really um, – had to run in like Big Ten or some of those pressurized settings, um, and I, yeah. I don't know. I remember like finishing like regionals, and we were disappointed because I think we got third. Our team didn't make nationals. We but met individually. I think we were all pretty proud of like um, we, we t- how people tough. dealt with adversity. Yeah. It was tough. Um, Our team was not in sh- like in shape. I think at all. yeah, that was the thing. I, like, I remember shape. seeing. You, I think you guys performed really well on the days, but like mm-hmm. just like. The preparation it just like it just wasn't quite we had a couple people, people get injured earlier yeah. in the season like ben who's obviously very good mm-hmm. right and i think he got fourth like the next year at big tens yeah but he had been hurt until like um september and then we're trying was to come back but so yeah that was a fun and then yeah. that rest of the year was like really fun I yeah think. track season you guys like came in touring in the dmr yeah we had the dmr we had, we a, had good a good time corbin and e yeah good mm. team what'd you guys run like we ran 26? fast because we, we broke the Wisconsin record. Yeah, the school yeah. record, which was a good well, record. We broke the school record like be, three years in a row. To be yeah. fair, we broke it with me running like at 257. Like my, my lead off, my 1200 leg was so bad. But, but I remember I ran I like remember 353, I think. On the right? video, it wasn't, yeah, but it wasn't. Like, you're in click. On the video, you can see you cheering like so loud. Yeah, so I'm sure yeah. that definitely that had was, so that was something that like, I mean, you just said that you preferred the team aspect of the sport. Oh yeah, that was like so rewarding. And then even like that outdoor season was pretty fun. For the most part, because we had like Benning was healthy, like our Benning boy. Was well. Yeah, we had a bunch of ten cares. Like people were healthy, people were running pretty good. Oh. And Bro, what fun. about that? Actually, all three of us were in the uh, Big Ten outdoor five k that year, the most and we all had 5K. we all had we all had like completely different. Yeah, it was yeah. it was me, that. it was me, yeah. you two, and Owen. I think Ben was in it. No, okay, so us and Ben. Yeah, like the average PB for that sweat, like thirteen thirty. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> on average, like it was such a sick team, and but you guys, you'd been running for five days. So, so we all had different experiences. Ollie <laughs> had just this was Ollie's massive yeah. breakout year. He won, and he ended up winning the NCAA mm-hmm. fifteen hundred. He mm-hmm. just won the Big Ten fifteen hundred against, against team, Justin. Which was a crazy race, like big, big race. He was closing to fifty. Really we closed in the fifty in that yeah. race. It was yeah, hot as but balls. then the five he's like an hour later, so it's like that yeah. double is like almost impossible. I was overheating. Ollie lined up for it, and then just <laughs> Mick at some point. How was far like, did you make it in, Ollie? So what happened was I was over. <laughs> cooked and Mick, Gavin was pushing it Gavin was like like this he's, he's, he's on yeah. fire like get him in the race he'll, he'll score points Mick was kind of like not he's like I don't think it's a good idea like this guy could probably win NCAAs like Mick was already thinking ahead and that's why he's such a great coach 
because I think a K, a K and a half in, he looked at me and he's like, "This, get out, like get out," because like it was just it wasn't great, and he knew that like if I kept running and tried to push it, I could be cooked for yeah, because it was really hot. And then my experience was I had gone to Australia, I had success, and then I got injured, and I had taken like maybe three or four weeks off to recover, and then I wouldn't have raced that race like except for the fact that there was like some shit going on like administration and Mick was just like, yeah, man, sorry. Like, under the gun. Yeah, they're like, they like, they all pissed off at him that he let me go back <laughs> to Australia, which is so amazing by him. And he was like, man, I'm sorry that like, you just mm. got to run it. Just like go out there, do your thing. It was one of those ones where, cause like every team just puts everyone in the 5k, just like for shits and gigs, just like throws everyone in there. So there's like there were, 40 people in there. there. Yeah, but there were 40 people, <laughs> but then there were like five people that were actually yeah. running to win. It was and I, like, so I didn't yeah. have a time. So I'm like back in the third yeah. line and I'm just so unfit. Like I just feel terrible. And I'm like, well, I'll just go out for a jog. And I just like start at the back. I remember like grabbing water and stuff and just working my way through the field. I think I finished maybe like 10th like or 11th yeah, you were 10th yeah. and i ran but i ran like 14 45 yeah, yeah. or 14 it wasn't a quick race it was much more of a tactical and then race. the one who was leading the charge was joe hardy yeah how was that race for you it was really awful it was really hot out it Where'd was just come? it was me and aaron baumgarten who's a, who is a really good runner for michigan um and then like veach um who obviously is very good ben veach and yeah. obsa i think but Obsa was coming back from the sepal, but I got, I got fourth and I was like, it was like me and Baumgarten with a lap to go. And then he just dropped me at the vaunted Joe Hardy, mm. 73 second final, <laughs> final 400 of the 5k. That'll get you. I want to do. That'll get you. But, but so we've pretty much gone through your whole college career now and like, yeah, you can see the ups and the downs, but now that you're, you've been gone for a couple of years and you obviously, I'm sure you like still think about it sometimes. Like what are kind of like your your takeaways or lessons that yeah if you were trying to help anyone that is struggling in whatever way maybe some way similar to you like what are your takeaways from i mean experiences? yeah i can't i don't think i can speak towards like specific mental health situations because like i mean i think that's really personal for people um and also very individual like what works for me won't work for other people what works for other people isn't going to work for everyone like some people just need to go to like mental health services like you know see a therapist see a counselor like regularly we did we didn't even really talk about it but you had mandated i had mandated i had mandated like um through like alcohol um counseling or whatever through the school and then i also had to go see a i guess like wisconsin's version of like the performance what do you call those? Psychologist? Psychologist. Sports psychologist. Yeah, this sports psychologist. Yeah. And that did not, neither of those really worked for me. Like I'm more, you know, I guess I guess for me and uh, it'll be interesting to see what you guys think of this. I don't think it's that controversial though. But I think the biggest thing is just having a pretty balanced life, at least as far as like general um well-being. Like cuz when I was like on top of school, I was having fun with my friends. Um, I had a healthy relationship with my girlfriend. I was, and all of those contributed way more to running and my ability to like run well than like training did, I think. Yeah, you know, I agree. Like you just kind of have to seek some sort of balance, I think. And And then also like, honestly, just have as much fun. I mean, I think this is probably more specific to me and probably a lot of people like when you don't have to do it as a pro like you know it's kind of going to be a fleeting part of your life 
and I think I realized that really well, like, um, senior year. Yeah. And I just remember having so much fun, like, when I was super anxious and, like, super nervous before, like, Big Tens, that was just, like, the best part, because it was, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't get to have those feelings as much now, you know? I get, like, nervous and stuff, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, that's yeah. the um, anticipation, that's I think, of, like, something like that. It's but it's just, like, such a beautiful, like, feeling. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you, like, care about something a lot, but mm -hmm. that was, so that was, like, how I tried to approach my funnel, because that was Malachi's advice to me. Mm -hmm. He sent me a message saying just, like, yeah, this is over before you know it. So both mm -hmm. the good and the bad, just like be in the moment and embrace it all because be it is it is like fleeting. Yeah, Jordy and I didn't really get to do that much oh. with COVID, but I definitely had the same advice. Well, given it's even to me more by fleeting. Being, you can still do it. I, now. I, I like, got the same advice given to me by you guys, and that was it's like good the same mental me. practice. So it's yeah. just like enjoying. I don't know. I like enjoying like tough. the bad moments of life yeah. or like the not like super positive feelings because you always have this well that's what i had a phone call i remember when nationals was canceled <laughs> in albuquerque i had a phone call with morgan yeah. and i was pretty upset and he was the only person i really wanted to talk to and and morgan was like like kind of the opportunity like one door closes another opens he's like your, your situation now sucks and it sucks for a lot of people but something good will come out of this you just have to wait and something did you know we we created a group and ran professional and had, had and look at you now with success so the ascendancy yeah, that was something that i think that would be advice from just learning from you guys was being present yeah and back to like more specifically the mental health stuff like what i'm gathering your advice from that is like there are a lot of different like you want to get help or you want to actively work towards getting better once you realize your situation is bad but it's it's really not a one-size-fits-all so you can try a lot of different stuff because you didn't have great experiences yeah. with those counseling, whatever. But like, I think a lot of people yeah. do. Like, I get, I see a sports psychologist, and I think it's like really impactful on mm -hmm. me. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you get us conversate about it. Because I think also, like, when you when you dial in, like your coaches, like your friends, your family to what you're feeling, like you just ease the burden on you. Across, you share that with a bunch of other people, and it doesn't really like make anybody's life like worse or more hard or anything like no. which i now i work in like social work and a lot of my job is trying to do the best that i can to ease the burden for other people who actually have like you know it's not Real like problem. running that there is the big thing in their life it's like finding housing and shit and it's like you know it's not that much <laughs> really it's puts not it in that, perspective yeah but it's like it's not making my life any hard to like understand what those people are going through so it's like when and then i think like you know we had pretty productive conversations like a fair bit of the time. Yeah, we were, we, we always were just like people that would, could, I mean, the, yeah, when, when things are bad, it was tough, but in general, like we, we are people that like get each other and can just mm -hmm. talk about whatever we want and talk about without being afraid to open up, you know, I would say. So I think that yes. was also always really helpful for me and hopefully for you. So yeah, is there anything else that we want to cover today? Or are we wrapping up right now? Gotta um, take Joe to the airport. Take him. We gotta get running. Yeah, we gotta you run. Guys gotta, you guys got twelve miles. Uh, I did, we, just, we just get a text from Dathan saying uh, practice is not optional anymore. So oh no, we could be. You gotta enter the big man. Um, no, I think it was. Uh, well, obviously, it was nice to have someone on the show that I look up to. Wait, were we meant to be in practice today? I don't know because he said he, the text More earlier. Right? No, but the text earlier said, "Oh, we're not meeting because like people have off days." And, and then Joe, today off, and then right? Joe texted me and said, "You coming to practice?" And I said, "No." And then Dayton no just sent days. that text in. 
which Wait, is very strange. Yeah. Anyway, you we'll figure it. Supposed to run today. No, I had a day off today. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting oh, back to, to Joe, like um, I know Morgan will say the same thing, but it's just yeah, good to have, good to have someone to look Forbidden. up to. Um, and your insight, I think, is very valuable. Um, if I was about to head to college, the way in the situation that I was to have someone like you to talk to would be uh, would be nice. So mm. we, we appreciate you coming on, Joe. And uh, thanks for being here. If bro. you have anything more to add, or you want to talk about anything. Nope. Nope. We're good. Right. Jordy. Thanks for having me, boys. All good. All, All good. good. We'll Gus. wrap it up here. Gus. Gus you, what do you think, buddy? Gus, have a great podcast. <laughs> you had a great one. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for watching or listening again. We'll uh, see you next week. Uh, yeah, that's it. Till next time. Till next time. See ya. See you guys.